You're listening to Salon Frequency, a podcast for salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture. My name is Jocelyn Renee. If this is your first time here, and I am joined by Miss Frida. And Hello. we are so excited to be here today. It's always fun to be here. Truly. I feel like the recording really needs to happen on the in-between. Like there's a there's an episode and then there's a conversation in between. That's probably like way more I don't say unfiltered, because I feel like we're naturally unfiltered, but I don't know, it's a little grittier. Yeah. It's good. It's a good conversation. Like the outtakes, I guess. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ready for that though. I know, right? Right, right, right. This has been so we're in we're in a new year. Yes. We are at 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. You know, we like to add an S on the All end right. of it. Truly. Pluralize the year. I just realized that was a thing. <laughs> Somebody cut it off. I joined the morning meetup. You do you listen to oh, morning? I do. I joined? joined I joined the morning meetup. That okay. was one of my goals for this year, right? Okay. And he said, Happy New Year. Take the S off. And I was like, Ooh, are we it's not supposed to have an S? We love to take the S off. Or put the S on. Yes. Put the, I had a little debate with a girlfriend about plantains. And she's Jamaican. And I said, oh, I said, I made plantains for the first time this morning. And she responded, take the S off. And I was like, but I made more than one. And she was like, so what? She's yeah. like, in all the years, my family, we never put an S on it. And so now we have this whole debate about whether the S should or should not be on it. We like to pluralize or non-pluralize some stuff. I mean, hey, we got our own vernacular. It's okay. We really do. It's really, I, I found an Instagram page recently. Like that his page, his content is all about acknowledging that the way... Black people speak specifically is it's a, it's its own thing. Like it is okay. Like you guys have your old English, whatever. Mm-hmm. We got oh, ours, and it's yeah. okay. And I'm like, I love it here. I was at dinner this Saturday, Saturday night. My husband and I went to dinner. I went to this really nice, not well. It was a nice. The food was good. I don't want to say really nice because it wasn't given white tablecloth or anything <laughs> like that. But it was it was a Puerto Rican restaurant. It's very good. And your point about the way we talk just the way we speak, the way we speak to each other. So he and I are eating. This black girl walks past us. She turns around. And so I had on this really bright pink sort of fuzzy sweater and some black vegan leather pants. <laughs> Better say vegan. Right. And even though I'm used to saying pleather, but vegan leather pants. Okay, y'all can see why I'm holding my eyes. And so she stops and she turns around and she was like, sis. Yeah, yes. Like, she didn't give us, she didn't. She did not say anything about my sweater or anything. She was just, she was like, sis, oh, yes, okay. And the, oh, and you, okay. And you finished every last thing she said. And this exchange went on for about a minute. And my husband sit there and he's like, what? And she was like, okay. And, and I was like, is, is that purple? You, she was like, and you, there were no complete sentences said at all. And then it, the conversation took a whole different direction. She was like, and I was looking to see, like, does she have a ring on her finger? Does, and then she was like, but you did. And so y'all take care. And she walked away. So first of all, my husband's offended because he's like, was she trying to hit on me? Once we got out of the way, I was like, I don't know if she's trying to hit on me or not. He was like, but was she complimenting? What was she complimenting? I said, she was complimenting my sweater and my hair. Yeah. And he was like, and how did you get? I said, because we just know it's That's a vibe just, right now there's not only the way that black people speak but there's a way that black women truly speak to each other and i just knew she pointed she gestured her i i knew what she was complimenting and she knew that like she had blue and purple highlights in her hair she's talking about my hair like it was an exchange yeah. we just knew 
Like yeah. that's that's just the way that we specifically black women communicate. She didn't have to say your pink sweater is very nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't need all that. I don't need. I knew I what she meant. She was yeah. like, "Sis, yes. yes, that was it. That was that's it. All I, I need. That's all I need. I knew what she meant. So yeah, I think we have a pretty dope way of communicating, specifically black women amongst each other. That we just know we don't we don't need all the extra words with the s without the s. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You meant what I knew. You know. <laughs> go there you go oh gosh so let's go ahead and set the vibe jocelyn for today i so i've been listening to this book called the happiness project Mm. and it's about this lady who spends a year trying to figure out like what how can she be happier Mm. right and she's a white woman she lives in new york like for all intents and purposes in theory she should be happy and she begins the book admitting that she is in fact happy but she wants to raise her happiness quotient so to speak and so she starts out with coming up with like a list of commandments if you will for how to live her life and then from there she comes up with 12 topics one per month for how she will work on her happiness but what really has intrigued me are her sort of 12 commandments or principles of of how to live her life and one of them is and i thought i would talk, i wanted to talk about this with you one of them is, her name is gretchen so hers is be gretchen right so i'm frida and so I started to think about that for myself. Be Frida. Like, what does that mean to just be you? And she, what's interesting is what she, what she really unpacks is if you know that you like to be affirmed, yeah. right? Don't fight that. Yeah. Like, don't enter in a relationship where you're not going to ever get that or you're with somebody who, even once they know that, refuses to give it to you. Like, if who you feel like you are at your core is somebody who needs that, then why do we constantly fight against it? Like, why are we just not okay? Why am I not okay sometimes with just accepting, oh, this is how I am? How do you feel about that? How, what does it mean to be Jocelyn? I love this. <laughs> I love it so much. I feel like going on this journey of self exploration i feel like i can't pinpoint when it started but i know i'm actively in it mm-hmm. and maybe it started with my social media being deleted okay. and having to that was huge it was it was yeah. big right but it's like okay i have i've have i have had this entire persona mm-hmm. for so long of like what i'm supposed to be or what they tell you you're supposed to do yeah. and it's just like the cameras are off like who are you what you what you what you what you what you on for real yeah so to be jocelyn i'm leaning all the way into being funny Mm -hmm. i'm leaning all the way into just talking my talk like i love to talk scientific facts nerdy like i'm getting down to the numbers that is me i have embraced that Mm -hmm. i'm going to tell you about yourself and I'm going to tell you about it unfiltered. You can yeah. take it or leave it, but I'm, that's me. That's yeah. just, I've always been that way. And that's just what I'm going to do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold my tongue about it. And I recently found a picture of myself as a child mm-hmm. and the joy. Okay. When I tell you I'm in the picture, my arms are out wide. I'm just like, yes, yeah. I'm do- doing yes. at like four or five. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh, I've always been on that. Yeah. So it's just, it's the joy for me. Mm-hmm. I am a very joyful person. Joy is centered in any and everything I do. When I am not in joy, that is not me. And 
I just, I have to be joyful. Like yeah. that is the, my default state. So what it means to be Jocelyn, joy. It means nerdiness and leaning into the nerdiness. It means I'm going to tell you about yourself. I don't know a short word for that, but that's what I'm going to do. And uh, I'm always learning. Yeah. Got to learn something. That is that is Jocelyn. And all, all the things make me happy. Oh, wait. And also, also got to be of service. Yeah. It's me in a nutshell. That is who I am. I like that. I like that that you, you although you can't point, point, pinpoint when it happened, that you know it's happening. And that you're actively leaning into I being who you are. Like, I'm not against making changes. I'm not against making adjustment, trying something new. But I do feel like there are things about each of us individually that are very unique to self. And the more we can, and there are some things I think we all possess that maybe they're less than nice, right? Like if I say, I naturally can be sarcastic. So maybe sometimes not lead with sarcasm. But also, I naturally can be sarcastic. Yeah. I'm not doing it out of ill intent. It's just my tone sometimes. <laughs> and so being okay with Because I think also being you says, even the parts of me that are not bright and shiny and fuzzy, being me means being okay with those parts too. It yeah. doesn't mean trying to get rid of them. It doesn't mean that, okay, because I have a tendency to lean towards sarcasm, I shouldn't be sarcastic ever because that's just me. Because I'm not trying to be me. Yeah. I thought it was being funny, actually, but maybe you just didn't find it funny. Right. But I wasn't trying to get be your mean. life experience up. Right, exactly. Like, I wasn't trying to be mean. Like, just, it's not my fault you didn't get the joke. And I guess there's sarcasm in that, too, but I don't care. Because I think there's so much fun and so much joy in just being you. Like, she in the book, she talks a lot about wanting to like certain things. Like, gosh, I wish I liked X. And accepting, yeah, I don't like that. I don't that. like it, yeah. I don't want to do that. And and maybe in another lifetime, perhaps. But in this one right here, I don't like that. Frida does not like that. Frida does not like that. And that is okay. Right. I don't have to beat myself up for it. Like, it's not the end of the world. So I think when I read that, when one of her, her commandments was just be you, that resonated with me so much because I feel like because I'm the kind of person who's always challenging myself and always trying to figure something out, I'm not always being myself. Yeah. And so that sticks with me now. And so I come back to it. Are you being you? Are you being true to you? Is this who you are? Is this how you want to show up? Is this how you want to be remembered? Because if it's not, well, thank goodness you get another opportunity. I just got this next moment to do something different. Yeah. And that is exciting to me. So I think that is where, that's why the be, the be you, the be Jocelyn, the be Frida, I think that's why it resonated with me. It, it, it matters so much. I feel like, you know, people often have a difficult time acknowledging that, particularly through adolescence, mm-hmm. through the hormones changing, social media, TV, entertainment. Like, you try to be something you're not or mm-hmm. what you think you should be. And it's this return back to, like, I can be me and that's yeah. okay. And one of the big things I feel feel like mattered or made a big difference in my business Mm -hmm. recognizing i'm not for everybody yes so it's like if when i'm being myself Mm -hmm. and you don't vibe with me or we're not aligned it's okay Mm -hmm. i felt so much freedom in like telling people it's okay if you don't want to come here like i can give you a recommendation for somebody else like yes we don't have to agree yeah and and because I feel like we don't agree, 
maybe you would be better off going here because they would be more aligned with yes, you or yeah they mm -hmm. have they have more better solutions for you in particular do you feel like you allow your children to just be always all yeah. the time and i feel like that is what makes parenting so difficult yes. for me <laughs> yes. I'm working on it. my my parents tell me this all the time it's just like oh you just let them do whatever that's why it's so hard it's just like but their joy they're their the own people the uh, alternative is to, to stifle them no. and to beat them into like the box that you kind of parameter you set them into yeah. and it's just like yeah you did that to me and i don't like how that turned out yeah. so mm, actually let's try something different i'm working i'm working on making sure i not so i do think i let my children be who they are but i'm also working on letting them feel whatever they feel and, and sort of validating what they feel because i think that's where sometimes we can or i can go off a little bit where one of my kids will get upset about something and on the one hand i know this particular child is naturally more sensitive to certain topics or has a tendency to get more upset about x or y or z and not saying why are you so upset it's not that big of a like because i, I feel like that. in that i am not letting you be you because to you in this moment that is a big deal to you. Yeah. It is the end of the world. And and allowing you to process that however you need to process it, even if it is a bit dramatic for my taste, that's the key. It's dramatic for my taste. Yeah. Clearly, it's not for you. Clearly, this is sincerely how you need to express that. So in addition to letting myself be, I'm trying to learn to let my kids be in every form that mm. they show up at this age. Because I know with each age, it will change. Yeah. But that can be hard sometimes. That's that's definitely hard. I got to work on that one. Maybe I yeah. don't let them be themselves yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, and like, You're doing funny, a lot. Nothing's funny. Right. Yeah. But there are times where I'll be like, in my mind, I'm like, did you, did you really need to scream? Did right. Did you really like, need to scream because he didn't hold the door for you? Like, okay, you thought, you thought throwing the remote control on the floor was the solution to that's. So it's a struggle because it's like, is he the kind of person who wants to toss the remote control or is he just frustrated? Yeah. And which one am I allowing? I don't know. Them, 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 them the questions. Then, letting yourself be and then letting the people around you be who aren't quite old enough to have the conversation about what it means to be can be difficult. It can be very difficult. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think it's, it's an ongoing thing figuring out who you are and also figuring out particularly when you have kids who they are yeah. and how you let them exist like in their in their personality and you don't try to like you said mold it into who you think they should be or what's appropriate or what's inappropriate and just helping them work towards that yeah it's scary for sure too. it's scary i so this weekend like i was i i said earlier we were talking about the restaurant and when we we're leaving the restaurant. I walked past it's like a salon. I think it was it was there were two salons. And they were very nice. They were very nice salons. And it had me thinking about like businesses and how people open up businesses and like the courage it takes to open up businesses, which mm. always impresses me. And subsequently I come across let's go back this goes back to social media. I come across somebody's post on social media who has a business and she is now expanding her business. Her footprint, her physical, you know, square footage footprint is like tripling. She's doing amazing things. And as excited as I was, like just walking past those small businesses who I didn't know these people at all, I was excited for them. 
to see these businesses flourish. When I saw this person's post, I'm going to be honest, I was salty. Really? Yeah, I was, I was, I was happy for them, but I also was like, I was envious. I was envious. Like, I feel like I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was envious. Like, I was like, like my first thought was like, dang, sis, like get your foot off my neck. Like, I <laughs> that's how you come in. I took it personal. Like, when she flipped to the upstairs little section, we talking about the same person. Yes, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. And yep. I was just like, well, damn. <laughs> okay, and I see I, you. I, right, it was equal price. Like, sis, I see you. Yeah. You are doing it, but it was also like, dang, <laughs> sis, like leave some for the rest of us. And so what I. When we, we talk about like revolutionizing the industry, revolutionizing ourselves, mm. I want to talk about like comparison mm. and how it is such like the thief of joy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I legit am excited to see where this goes. Not even to see where it goes. Like, like we don't know where it's going to go. It's going right. to right? blow up. Truly, truly. But also accepting that I could feel both things at once. Right? Mm-hmm. That I could feel the the joy and excitement for this other black woman doing amazing things, but also like real talk. I was like salty. I was like, dang, I'm just over here. Like my little business, little podcast, little really doing nothing. Like I, the comparison monster was eating me up. Like I had to, I had to sit back and take a minute. How do you feel about that? I mean, comparison is, it is comparison. I feel like it must be the cousin or the twin to perfectionism because yes, related. they, they are related. so related. Okay. Yes, yes, for sure. What for me, I, I feel like comparison is, it's a, it's a space that I have to actively combat. Yeah. But I more so have to give a lot of my energy to avoid perfectionism mm-hmm. because having the most perfect salon with the mo- most perfect systems with the mo- most perfect all you i will be stuck in this little sweet box thing for the rest of my life yes. trying to get it perfect versus okay this might not be working the best this okay could improve we going to go step out and get a bigger space yes right we going to we going to double this because at each level at each each and every time you mm-hmm. change, move something, there's gonna be different problems. Mm-hmm. So it's like you gonna spend all the time getting this one little thing perfect, right? Which or, is unattainable. Or you just gonna jump out there, have the courage to make it bigger, yes, and handle bigger problems. Mm-hmm. You know, so I compare like yes, I compare, but at the same time, I try actively to shift it to inspiration yes yeah shift it to Same. okay it can be different one of the things i've when i set my goals for this year mm-hmm. so the goal i want to take this my uh product company my salon mm-hmm. my academy and put them all into one building okay. i don't no longer want to be in a suite a office suite or salon yeah. suite i want my own building yes that is the end of the when I, I wrote down what do I want to end this year with? Yeah, my own building. As soon as I wrote that on paper, very next day I go to the salon. My client just told me she bought a building. She it. got commercial property, one point eight million dollar investment. Wow. I was like, 
okay, God. Right. I, I see you. I, I see you. Okay. I received. Yeah. Okay. So I am moving in the right direction. Like mm-hmm. there is alignment there. Yeah. But it's like, I could have been like, you just bought this building right. or you. Like, dang. Right. Leave a building for me, sis. You know, like I, like, I could have compared it. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. How you got a husband? I got a husband. You enjoy serving clients. Mm-hmm. I enjoy serving clients. Mm-hmm. Like. What what are you doing that I I could have I took could have took it there yeah but instead I was like okay this is confirmation this is inspiration right it's possible right yeah so I I think inspiration is key I I too once I come down off the comparison roller coaster I get off I strap my seatbelt get off <laughs> and I'm like you know what I'm gonna walk over here to the final inspiration in my own life but also being inspired by the other stuff around me like once I was able to sit with that and process it and even say some things out loud that were uncomfortable like i had texted a girlfriend about it and she was like what because she also felt the same way <laughs> she was like girl i know exactly what you're talking about I felt the same way like i sent her a screenshot and everything and then then we were able to and this is why it's helped it's helpful to have fun but also mature forward thinking women in your life because mm-hmm. she was like okay well now we need to ask ourselves what is this triggering yeah. Right. Like what a, what about this person's growth is making me feel less than. Mm. And one of the things that I realized was there's this feeling of not being chosen. Right? Like like somehow someone chose that level of success for that person and they didn't choose it for me. That was the first thing that came to me. Once I dealt with that, the next thing that came to me was you've already been chosen. Yeah. Right. Like you're, you're not, you're, you're doing the thing. Like you're, you've chosen yourself. People are choosing you every single day, all day. Like, why do you feel like you've not been chosen simply because you don't have X? Yeah. Like you've been chosen. And so from there, then I was able to be inspired and say like, gosh, like if she can do that. It, and here's a crazy thing. I don't even want, it's like, if we go to a restaurant, I don't even want what you're eating. I don't want that. Like, like, that's the crazy thing about comparisons is sometimes when you unpack it, you're like, that's not even the business I aspire to. Right. Like, yeah. You're, you're selling fish and I want to sell chicken. I don't know. Like, yeah, we're not even, matter of fact, with me, I'm not even selling food. I'm yeah. not even in the, in the meat business. <laughs> right. But yet here I am coveting that which you have. And when I really, really unpacked it, it was like, I can be inspired by you. Like many things can be true at once. I can be inspired by you. I can acknowledge that. Yes, there is some envy there. Yeah. I can acknowledge that while I am super overjoyed for your success, that is not what I want, right? Because I also know that the grass is greener, but the water bill is higher. Woo! Right? That's a word. So am I trying to pay that water bill? Because mm. I don't, I, I worked with a guy once who, I don't know what he drove. I'm not in the cars. But let's say it was some super, super expensive car. And I remember seeing his car and I was like, mm, must be nice. And he was like, yeah, if you want an $800 car note. And I was like, mm, must not be that nice. Yeah, that ain't nice. I don't want an $800 car note. Let alone that thing break down. And any income. Mm. Like, that's just, I'm not into cars. I'm not into spending a significant amount of my money on my car note. That's just not a thing for me. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my Honda. Yeah. I'm good with that. But that perspective shift of like, you too can have this. Yeah. If you're willing to sign up for these problems. And if this is what you really want. And I acknowledged, A, it's actually not what I really want. And B, I, I don't want those particular set of problems right now. I'm good right here and I have been chosen and I am satisfied right here. But that that 
when we look to, to, to make shifts, I think, in our lives and our salon businesses, I think sometimes we can get so caught up in comparison that we get paralyzed into into doing nothing. Yeah. Because we're like, well, if it's not at that level, right, then I must not be successful. So not true. So not but true. I, I mean, this was a whole, like, I spent some time on this. Like, I was like, wow, you are really... But I am grateful that I had the, the presence of mind to know you need to figure this out. Yeah. Like, I don't need this thing dragging me down for the rest of 2023 or beyond. You said some so many key things. I feel like the the, fir- the first thing that really made me like, oh, my gosh, is what you said. Um, you hit up your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. Which has me in a space of, OK, when comparison is stealing your joy, community environment yes and so it matters what type of community you're around because imagine if you reached out to a girlfriend who was also envious and like see like y'all just sat in that just like yeah right right. like i i know right i can't believe she got like oh what you know right Right. but she she was like she you know yeah she got it she affirmed you but then she said what's triggering this right Right. so that put that shifts the conversation yes love that so your environment is going to make a mm-hmm. big deal that's one of the things i'm I'm striving to shift this year it's like being in a, being in an environment being in a space of more people that are doing big things bigger things yes and being in community with them because it's like I, I feel like i've been on the outside of it like mm-hmm. i i i listen to podcasts and I watch youtube videos yeah. so it's like i hear it but i would love to be in space yes. with people like i can take like and send it to somebody who gets it right that's huge that is really huge and i feel like the other thing that really jumped out to me were your your comparison compare comparing cars i feel like i do this often yeah i do it all like i i judge people by the type of car they drive right right? (laughs) i do i do and it's just like okay i feel like i there's this big shot barber like around uh-huh. in, in my in my space okay. right and like online you see them popping okay really? clientele coming all the popping and then you see the car that you drive and i'm just like it's not connecting it's not it's me. not okay. it's not these are they not in alignment but then it was so interesting kids and i my husband were all in the car and i'm like why would somebody get a porsche truck like, I feel like Porsches are small, fast yeah. cars. Yes, yes, yes. Why would somebody get a Porsche truck? And my husband's like, make this long story short, he's like, would you ever get one? And I had to think about it because some things fancy. They're real sleek. I don't, I'm a, would, you, would you call yourself a car person? Heck no. Okay, okay. Definitely not. And I, we'll have to talk more about that okay. offline. But. <laughs> I'm not a car person, but that thing look amazing, right? Yeah. That Porsche truck. So it's I was, a beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful it's piece, a beautiful piece of, of art. machinery, yes. engineering, right? And so I was like, not right now. Okay. And he's just like, I mean, why you say that? Like, why you say not right now? And I legit was like, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's a depreciating asset. It is. So at the financial level that I'm at right now. Yeah. I don't need that much depreciation. That's, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, I don't need that much depreciation. Yeah. But I aspire to be at a level where I do need that type of vehicle to like, depreciate okay, the okay. assets, right? Yes. To lower my you. tax liability. Yes. Okay. So one day I'm going to get there, but it's just yes. not right now. Okay. And he was like, I 
never thought about it like that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. So it's like, as much as I, and so it put me in a different mindset. As much as I was judging people by the car they drive, mm-hmm. like, why why you need this being my, yeah. you probably make, hopefully, you're making the money that, that validates this vehicle yes. here. Because right. it's a different, in the same way that I feel like my Honda is, like, just, right? I would say it's just a Honda. Yeah. Somebody else might be like, you have a car. Yeah. It's paid for. You don't have a car note, right? Like, yeah. there's luxury in that. I don't have a car note. It's it's There is luxury in that. Uh, right. Like, and so where I'm like, it's just a Honda. It's not a big deal. Somebody else might be like, um, sis, it drives. And the check engine light isn't on and you're not in the mechanic shop every other week. So perspective is key. And and I do think that we, when we aspire to, when you, when you talk about cars, like I never think about why somebody drives a particular car, but I do correlate sometimes a, the car between, I do make a correlation between what they do for a living and what they drive mm. sometimes. But I also, from a wealth building perspective, and like, you better drive that 88 Chevy while you are out here making seven figures. <laughs> it's like, that to me, like I'm very much into, I, I just saw something or read something. It was talking about not seeing your wealth. And mm. it was talking about how so often when we look at generational wealth or just, just having examples of certain things, having examples of healthy relationships, having examples of what wealth looks like. Because wealth is something you don't always see Sometimes we don't always get examples of what wealth looks like. And yeah. so the person who is driving the 88 Chevy, no shades of Chevys, um, you're like, oh, they must not have wealth. They must not have wealth. When in fact they have it abundant. They have, yeah. Because they decided I'm going to drive a very, very modest and expensive vehicle. So that is not depreciating as soon as you drive it off the lot, right. you know? It's, it's done. It is what it is. They could probably sell it or, or um, trade it in. It's probably worth a few thousand dollars, but it's not hurting them at all. So I guess it just depends on your perspective. If you're using it as a, as a taxable, as something to help offset your taxes, or you're just like, this has nothing to do with my taxes. It's paid for. It's good and done. And I don't need to think about it until I need to replace it. Yeah. I think we went on a, I don't even know where we. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I mean, with comparison, that is, that is good, right? Yes. Cause you're comparing yeah. you people judge and compare all the time in all the ways. I, f- I feel like it is, it is helpful in business Mm -hmm. and in life like you can compare how maybe that's going to inspire you right but maybe it'll make you envious but even if it does make you envious what are you going to do with that envy that's the key what you you will do with the comparison after it happens when you let it lead you down envy and strive for perfectionism which is not possible or will you allow it to inspire you in any capacity or even if it's just even if it just like it did for me initially opens up the conversation to why am I feeling this way? Because envy is a perfectly normal feeling. Yeah. Right. Like it's not a bad feeling. It's not, it's not a bad thing that I have envy that I see something that someone else has and and I want that, or I want something like that. But from there, where do we go? Do I stop? And I'm down to just angry and I'm big mad. Cause I'm like, dang, like my business must, it's never going to be successful because I can't do that or I can't afford that. Or am I going to reach out and say, Hey, Prime example, I reached out recently to another business owner because I had a question about a project that I'm working on. And I was anxious. Like, is she going to respond? Is she going to... You reached out DM? I, I did. DM. DM, DM, DM. Okay. Okay. I actually sent in two people's DMs. What? And 
She got back to me. We got on a call. Justin, we ended up on the phone for like an hour with this woman. Never met this woman. Just answering the questions I had. Did you have to pay for it? About, no. Oh, wow. No. And, and then we got off. She's like, hey, I got a meeting on one o'clock. I think we probably got on the phone a little bit after 12. She's like, I got to go. But shoot me a message or text if you have any other questions. This is how the universe works. I love that. The very next day, I get a DM from this lady who she knows who I use for my accountant. She had a had a um, exploratory call to see if she was going to work with this accountant. She said, hey, I know that she you're one of her clients. Would you mind taking the time to talk to us about your experience with her, with other accountants? She just had questions. And the first thing I said to her was, I applaud you for asking for help. Because mm-hmm. I literally just in the past 24 to 48 hours have reached out to several businesses because I need to help with something. And instead of me sitting there and my feelings like, oh, well, they have this, they're too busy. They don't have time for me. Their businesses are on this level. I just was like, you know, I'm just going to reach out. And the lady reached out and me and this woman did not talk, but we had a whole exchange via DM, mm-hmm. audio messages with me giving her as much help as I could possibly give her. Because when we don't, sometimes the person who we envy is the person who actually could help us. But we're so caught up in the envy that we won't even ask for help because we're just like, well, they're busy. They're big time. You've got a story in your mind. You've created a whole narrative. Yeah. yeah. A whole narrative. Not, And that has happened to me more times than I can count. But something else that has happened to me more times than I can count is I have since reached out to the person just to say, hey, whether it be via text or DM or email or whatever, I had a quick question. I respect that you may not have the capacity, but if you do... I would love 10 minutes of your time to just ask you some stuff. And they get back to me. Now, I'm not talking about picking people's brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's a whole old school, just pay my day rate if you want to pick my brain. (laughs) Truly. This is the hourly rate for picking my brain. But a quick, did you work with a a commercial agent? Did you hire a professional editor for your podcast, right? Like, I can do the rest. Yeah. I just want to know what you're doing. Like, so I, I do think sometimes when we compare, the key is moving from comparison into inspiration. Moving from inspiration into what can I learn? Yeah, I was action. Right, action. Yeah. Right, what can I learn from this person? Because clearly they know or are doing some things I don't know yet. Yeah, and sitting in envy is not helping me. It, at all. it doesn't help. But I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a season, right? You there there's seasons in your career and in life when I feel like envy or comparison is more predominant than inspiration or yeah. action. And yes. then that acknowledgement or getting, again, in that environment, shifting it to, you know, who can I ask or who can I, like, how do I, how do I take what I'm feeling mm-hmm. and turn it into something other than? So now right. you're, I don't say you're the person to envy, but you're the person that's doing things that other people are inspired by. That's what right. I'm going for. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just grow with the seasons, I feel like, but don't, don't get stuck. I think on that note, um, as we wrap things up and we look at raising our frequencies, I would say, taking from my own experience, I would encourage everyone to find something because I think all of us have compared ourselves to something. It might be our fitness journey, our parenting style, how much we weigh, how long our locks are. Oh my goodness, that's a whole other episode. Like, why am I? Why aren't my locks as long and luscious as fill in the blank? <laughs> like, sis, that's not, we're not going to get into your hair type yeah. and density. We're not going to get into that. But Just let it go. Enjoy your journey. Enjoy your journey. <laughs> I would say over the next seven days, look at some of the things, big or small, that you are comparing yourself to with someone else. 
and figure out why. Why are you making that comparison? And what can you get from that, right? Even if you're comparing, what can you do with that energy? Can you reach out to them and say, hey, I noticed that your business is, is flourishing, right? Your booking system is on point and I keep getting cancellations. Would you mind telling me who you use for your booking system? Like my taxes were trash last year, not mine, but. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> would you mind, because sometimes we get intimidated by the ask because we think it's going to be this Herculean effort for the person to help us. If somebody sent me a message and just said, hey, like the lady did, who are you using as an accountant? I'm not doing your taxes for you. Yeah. I'm literally copying and pasting a contact from my phone and sending it to you and maybe sharing a, a brief review. So I would challenge you guys to look at something that you're comparing yourself to, comparing yourself to, figure out why you're doing it and what action can you take in a positive direction? Where can you put that, where can you redirect that energy of comparison into something positive? I love that. I love it so much. Yeah. That, that is so good. Mm. I, I accept that so challenge. Good. It's so good. And the reason why I say it, like, again, I, I definitely compare myself to other product businesses. Yeah. As, it's hard. As, as so many other businesses it's that's doing the same to. thing. And I said, uh, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, they probably got all the inventory. They probably got all the stuff. Like, what are they doing? Reach out. I'm not doing all that. And I was just like, that's what it's oh. my doing. Really? Because in your mind, you're like, they got a warehouse, a 90, 100,000 square foot warehouse with 3,000 small children churning out buckets of X, Y, Z. Right? And then you call them and you and they're like, girl, hold on. My daughter's in the background mixing up this batch of product. They yeah. keep selling out. And right? I have no idea why or how, how many I need. I'm just making and doing. I'm just like, oh, okay. So I guess I am on the right part. <laughs> it's the narratives for me. It's the crazy the mind narratives, right? That we create, and then I'm gonna say nine times out of ten, even when I am comparing, when I when I when I even when I am comparing, when I finally get facts, I was like, sis, you were big wrong. Like you had this whole idea in your head about this person, and no, nope, 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 not even close, not even close, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. So take some time, write down the comparisons. Yes. See what they are and yes. move. And I love that you said move into a positive yeah. direction. Yeah. Positive direction. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. If you are inspired by anything that was shared today, if you felt the need to take action with anything that was shared, let that action first start with a five star rating and review. I love it. <laughs> Because you can write down, you could write it down in the review, right? And make sure you check us out on Instagram at Salon Frequency. And it's Rita Brown. Oh, and head over to salonfrequency.com to join the vibe. I love you. Peace.